Well, it is my joy to be here with all of you this morning. Thank you, Pastor Keith, for inviting me to be here. As Pastor Keith said, my name is Stina House Schaefer. I grew up here sitting over right about where Beth is sitting right now in the house pew, which is also at 1030 known as the Fertile Crescent. Um, My family and I joined uh, Upper Dublin in 1991, so it's been many, many, many years that I've been able to be blessed by this place, and it's a joy to be here with you all this morning, preaching with you. I could not have picked, if I could have picked anything from Scripture this morning to preach on, I could not have picked a better text than the one that was assigned for today. Like, literally, I could have read the entire thing to cover to cover and not found a better text than what the Revised Common Lectionary chose for today. The parable of the farmer that goes out and spreads seeds. Because it has been my experience that this parable is completely true. Not only in my experience growing up here at Upper Dublin, but now my experience as a pastor. You see, Jesus says that the farmer, which incidentally, since I've moved to New York, I've become a farmer. And it is quite an interesting experience. We got baby piglets this week, let me tell you. Woo! Anyway, the farmer goes out and throws seeds out. And then, like any good farmer, forgets about them, right? Because that's what farmers do. He forgets about them. But... They continue to get down in the ground and the rain waters them and the sun nourishes them and the soil gives them what they need and they grow up. And the farmer has completely forgotten about the fact that the seeds are there and has gone on with his merry way and all of a sudden he looks out and he's got grain out in the field. So what does he do? Like any good farmer, he goes out and he collects it, right? He doesn't know how it happens, but he has faith that when he puts the seed in the ground, God's going to do what God does, and it's going to grow, and it's going to reap a harvest. I had the privilege of being a child of this congregation and having that exact thing happen to me. I was in about fourth grade when we joined Upper Dublin, and I had decided in third grade that I was going to be a pastor. And not only was I going to be a pastor, but I was going to be a pastor who specialized in communion because I thought communion was really cool and I wasn't allowed to take it yet. And so, you know, I was going to specialize in it so that I could give everybody who wanted it communion. And week after week after week after week, sometimes much to my chagrin, we'll say, my parents brought me to this place. We were here on Sunday. We were here on Wednesday for Bible school. We were here Wednesday for the midweek services. If there was something happening at Upper Dublin, we were here. And what you all did for me was be that farmer and cast those seeds out and probably forget about them. I had the joy of having Diane Schuler as a Sunday school teacher. I'm going to apologize to these people now because, like, I didn't tell them before I was going to call them out in my sermon. So sorry, Diane. Diane taught me and even gave a test. Would you believe it? She gave a test in Sunday school about the books of the Bible. I had people like Beth who trusted me to watch their kids and teach them about faith. I watched her kids when they were in diapers. I had people like Jane Corson, who taught me to love music and use music in the church. I had people like Bruce Wechter, who taught me to read a budget. 
before Y2K happened, and I had no idea what a K stood for in a budget. He patiently sat next to me during church council and went line by line by line by line. Have you ever seen one of the budgets here at Upper Dublin? (laughs) There's a lot of lines. And he sat through every single one of those lines and explained them to me and what was happening. I had pastors like Al Douglas and Bob and Myrna Kaiser who sat with me and listened to me even at fourth and fifth grade what my faith meant to me. You see, you all spread seeds without even knowing it. And then, honestly, like the farmer in the story, sometimes we forget about them, don't we? We forget that they're out there, and yet God continues to do what God does best, and that is show up and water those seeds and nurture those seeds and allow them to grow and allow them to reap awesome, awesome harvests. And I am not the only example of that in this congregation. I can tell you that right now. I may be standing in front of you to talk to you about it, and you may be a captive audience at the moment, but... I'm not the only product of those seeds that you have spread and have grown and have reaped the benefits of faith from this place. As a pastor, I've had the joy of being kind of on the other side of that. And my husband and I and our two children, who you all have even helped to raise a little bit, they often sit right about over there with my mom. When my husband and I are both preaching on a Sunday, she would bring them here. They were registered in your Sunday school, I believe. When, as a pastor, my husband and I moved to New York State, and we run a camp now, Koinonia in Highland Lake, New York. And this parable is exactly what we do as people of faith, especially at camp. Because sometimes we only see a person once. And this is true at Koinonia. This is true at Bear Creek, which I know is the, is the camp you all go to often. I grew up going there as well. But sometimes we only see a person once. And we do our best to do what the farmer does in the story and spread those seeds. And we may never see them again. And we may never know what happens to those seeds. And yet, as people of faith, we trust that God does what God does best and shows up and waters and nourishes and even pushes us a little bit when we need it, gets rid of some of those weeds and pushes us when we need it. To be the ones who get to see the harvest that happens. And so this morning, I come to you and say thank you. Thank you for being people of faith who continue to spread those seeds even when you have no idea what happens to them. And to not only say thank you for that, but to challenge you to keep doing it. Because you never, ever, ever know What could be that one seed you plant? What could be that one Sunday school test? What could be that one wooden bowl that I received as a member of the Congregational Council here, carved by Don Thompson? Do you all remember Don? That sits on my desk probably 20 years later and is filled with stones that I've collected? You never know when that one seed you plant will grow and become something huge that like the mustard tree, that you never knew could exist before. So thank you, and keep being God's people of faith going out into the world to sow those seeds. Amen.